save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, tactics, strategies, and insights that you can use to start, scale, grow, and 10x your business. Let's get into it. Today, we're going to speak about negotiation. Now, negotiation is an art that can make or break business deals, partnerships, collaborations, sales, whatever it is, I've seen it all. I've seen the best negotiation and I've seen the worst negotiation. And trust me, as a business leader, somebody who's building a business or somebody who's operating at an exceptionally high level in an organization, negotiation is critical. I would even argue that negotiation is critical in every aspect of your life, whether or not you're trying to get your kids to eat broccoli or you're trying to get the person you're going on a date with to say yes to the next date, mastering the art of negotiation is critical to achieving long-term success. So in this podcast, I'm going to speak through some of my personal strategies and insights on how to master the art of negotiation. And we'll also look at how some of the best business leaders and companies in the world have mastered the art of negotiation that has helped them achieve enormous success. So the first thing that you have to understand is that preparation is key. Before entering into any negotiation, it's essential to do your homework. Research the other party, understand their needs, goals, and limitations. This will help you determine your own goals and prepare a strategy that is likely to achieve a win-win outcome. Remember, unless the negotiation is hostile, both parties always want to walk away from the negotiation with a win. So for instance, the legendary investor and business magnate Warren Buffett is known for his preparation before negotiations. When he wanted to acquire C's candies, he spent months researching the candy business, understanding the company's operations, and identifying key value drivers. Armed with this knowledge, he was able to negotiate a fair deal that benefited both parties. And just pause on that one point. He didn't just he didn't just look into the company's operations. He didn't just research their history. He went into the entire industry to make sure that he had a 360 degree view on what the actual company, Seize Candies, cared about. Second point is to keep an open mind. Now, negotiation is a give and take process, and it's important to remain open minded throughout the negotiation. So you have to be prepared to compromise on some issues in exchange for concessions on others. For example, when you're negotiating with a supplier, you may need to compromise on price to ensure timely delivery of goods. Uh, similarly, if you're negotiating with a potential business partner, you may need to compromise on certain terms to establish long-term relationships than when you're hiring somebody or you're looking to sell your company or to bring on a new investor. Third point is to build rapport. So building rapport with another party can go a long way in establishing a positive negotiation atmosphere. So this seems like common sense, but you'd be surprised at how many people just gloss over this and look at negotiation as pure transactional. So by establishing a relationship based on mutual trust and respect, it can help to facilitate the negotiation process and to create a more favorable outcome. For example, uh, a story about building rapport, I would say Apple's Steve Jobs. 
So he negotiated with Sony's Akio Morita to secure the rights to use Sony's uh, Trinitron technology in Macintosh. Now, Jobs used his charm and charisma to build a personal relationship with Morita, which ultimately led to a favorable deal. Fourth point is to understand power dynamics. So understanding the power dynamics is part of the art of negotiation. It can help you anticipate the other party's moves and adjust your strategy accordingly. For example, if you're negotiating with a larger company, they may have more leverage and bargaining power than you. And in this case, you have to consider offering something more of value to offset their advantage. And then the goal would be to figure out what that thing is. So understand the power dynamics and fill that gap and make up that void. Fifth thing is to focus on interests, not positions. So what does this mean? When negotiating, it's essential to focus on interests rather than positions by understanding the underlying needs and interests of both parties. So this can help you identify mutually beneficial solutions that may not have been obvious at first. For example, when Microsoft was negotiating with the U.S. Department of Justice over antitrust violations, they focused on their mutual interest in promoting innovation and competition in the technology industry. By focusing on interest rather than positions, they were able to negotiate a settlement that satisfied both parties. Six point, be willing to walk away. Sometimes negotiations can reach impasses. That's normal. And it may be necessary to walk away. But this is not a sign of weakness, but rather a very strategic move to protect your interests. An example of this was in 1999 when Pfizer walked away from negotiations to acquire Warner Lambert after Warner Lambert entered into a deal with a rival company. So Pfizer's willingness to walk away ultimately led to a higher bid and a better outcome. Seventh point, practice active listening. Now, active listening is an important part of life, but it's an exceptionally important part of negotiation. So by actively listening to the other party, you can gain valuable insights into their needs and concerns and identify areas where you can find common ground. Active listening involves more than just hearing what the other party is saying and definitely more than just hearing what the other party is saying and immediately responding. It involves paying attention to their body language, their tone of voice, other nonverbal cues. It also involves asking clarifying questions to ensure that you understand their perspective. So for example, during a negotiation with a potential client, you may ask questions such as, can you explain in more detail why this is so important to you? Or what specific outcomes are you hoping to achieve? By practicing active listening, you can demonstrate that you value their input and you're committed to finding a solution that meets their needs. And that's the true key in winning negotiations. The eighth point is that you have to use objective criteria. So when you're looking at ways to evaluate potential solutions, using objective criteria is key because it can help to ensure that the outcome is fair and reasonable for both parties. You will also consider subjective criteria, but objective criteria can include things like market prices, industry standards, best practices, other relevant benchmarks. So these are non-emotional pieces of data that you can use to present to ground the the other party in reality, basically. For example, if you're negotiating a salary increase with an employee, you may have to refer to industry salary surveys, industry salary standards to ensure that the increase is in line with market standards. The ninth thing you have to be aware of is that there are cultural differences. So in today's global business environment, it's increasingly common to negotiate with individuals from different cultural backgrounds. 
So it is important to be aware of cultural differences and adjust your negotiating style accordingly. For example, in some cultures, it is considered impolite to directly disagree with someone. As a result, you may need to use more indirect language to convey your position. In other cultures, it may be customary to negotiate in a more confrontational manner. By understanding and respecting cultural differences, you can establish a more positive and productive negotiating environment. And lastly, follow up and follow through. After a negotiation has concluded, it's important to follow up and follow through on any agreements that were made. This helps you establish trust and credibility and lays the foundation for future negotiations. For example, if you agree to provide a certain product or service to a client, make sure to deliver on time and to meet or exceed expectations. This can help to establish a long-term relationship and increase the likelihood for future business. In conclusion, the mastery of the art of negotiation is a critical skill for any business leader. By preparing thoroughly, keeping an open mind, building rapport, understanding power dynamics, focusing on interests, being willing to walk away, practicing active listening, using objective criteria, being aware of cultural differences, and following up and following through, you can achieve favorable outcomes and build long-term relationships. Remember, it's not just about winning the negotiation, but creating a win-win outcome that benefits all parties involved. With practice and experience, you can master the art of negotiation. It will help you immensely in achieving incredible long-term success in business. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some value out of that. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another business lesson on the 10-Minute MBA. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.